0: It's car con carne. Let's eat. Welcome back to the working week. It is Car incarnate, sponsored by our friends at CNH Financial Services, also by our friends at Siren Records in McHenry. I'm James Van Osdell. And coming up one week from tonight, you know, I'd been talking about a return to the car because for the first six years of this podcast, I did it in my car. It's called Car Co it's titular, it's in the title, but I decided to. I need to wait a little while longer for the world to get vaccinated and for things to feel a little safer. So we're going to wait on returning to the car for a little bit. So that said one week from tonight is episode 600 of car cone carne. And I wanted to do something special. I wanted to do something in the car. Uh, that just, that's just not going to happen. So instead one week from tonight, I'm going to record the night of a thousand stars. It won't be a thousand stars. It'll be a lot of people. I'm going live at at 5:30 central time next Monday, probably through about 10 or 10.30 p.m. I'm going to have literally dozens of people on the show. They'll, they'll all be slotted in, uh, some surprises. It's just nonstop, wall-to-wall interviews, chat, uh, and, of course, hilarity and good-natured family fun. Uh, Carcon Carney, one week from tomorrow night, night of 1,000 stars. Uh, tonight, it's the night of one really big broadcast star stars. It's Kevin Matthews. You know, Kev, if they were on Mount Rushmore, of chicago radio your your generously sized head would be right there on it and
1: it is big it is uh, it's an irish horse head (laughs) i uh it is it's it's a trait it's it just the older i get the bigger uh, a clydesdale must have originated from ireland because it is hideous
0: hideous so some background for those who inexplicably don't know kevin matthews he landed mm. in chicago in 1987 built right. his legend working on mighty radio stations like mm. the loop and WMVP. Yeah. he did mornings at the long gone wxcd middays at wcg right. he's an author he's a podcaster he's a music fan yeah and that brings us to the present more or less and
1: you're celebrating six years That doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like six years.
0: Well, here's the thing about podcasts and you know, this people start podcasts all the time. I think 10 podcasts have started since we started talking tonight, but no one ever lasts more than three or six months. They realize pretty quickly, right. Holy shit. This is a lot of work and I'm not making a lot of money. I'm out. Yeah. No, I, and
1: you know, podcasting's not new and I actually started podcasting. The first podcast is when I got fired at ABC which is, um, wow, that was, uh, it's 21 years ago. You know, you, you, the I've always embraced technology. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember the internet and I knew the Trojan horse and I witnessed the death of radio through satellite radio when they took advertising. Why are you listening to this station when you could be listening to 5,000? We don't play commercials. I'm like, well, okay, great. We're going to be dead in five years. and
0: The the Trojan yeah. horse. The call's coming from inside the house.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. But that's congratulations, man. Six years. That's great. Thank you.
0: It's actually, I think we're at seven now, which is wow, bananas. So one thing I keep bringing up on this podcast and just in life in general is the lack of music curation yeah. in the present. I mean, we are both of era's where curation was much more pronounced. You knew where to find new music. You knew where to go to find new music. You knew who those trusted voices were, be it in print, on air, wherever. You knew who was going to turn you on to the good stuff. We're in this weird time, Kev, when you can find anything ever written, ever created, ever committed to CD or or tape or whatever, but you don't know how to find the stuff you really care about. And curation has been something that's been a sticking point for me. And I try to be a curator with my radio show and with this podcast, mm-hmm. and you're doing something now, which is, it's straight up music curation. And to your point at the beginning of this interview, you've always tried to be digital savvy and in front of technology. Yeah. Let's talk about Elevator a go go because this is, mm. it's a combination of everything. It's, it is performances in an old abandoned elevator shaft. I mean, that's, that's the elevator, right. page, so to speak.
1: Yeah, I have always been a big fan Oh, I've I've just I grew up on music, and when I got into radio, I I could I've always been able for the most part times I've been able to play anything I want. When I was in college, our college radio station was such a renegade radio station. We eventually were thrown off the air. The FCC took it away. the uh, The university took it away. They hated us. But at the same time, I got exposure to uh, Miles Davis or jazz, or, uh, you know, we broke the Sex Pistols. We were playing British imports. And so I'm getting all this stuff from England before it hits America. And while America's listening to disco, I'm listening to the Sex Pistols, the Clash, Madness, the Specials. All this stuff was coming in. And and then when I got hired in Chicago at The Loop, for the most part, every once in a while, I just like to take a musical break. And I broke so many bands. I, I remember when Pearl Jam was new and I got it in my hands. And I played Jeremy the whole day. And and I this idiot program director came in. What are you doing? I go, get out of here, first of all. You know, I and I'm playing it because I know it annoys you, but I really like it. And I was able to play anything I want, and I broke a lot of bands on the loop. And you know, music was always important to Steve Dahl. He broke stuff sure. like Steve Vai and Branmeyer. He, you know, was always i i i was listening to john prine when i was in college but it was really fun to hear johnny play john prine or you know he and steve like jimmy buffett you know or what but i mean it was really fun it was fun to watch everybody who did they listen to musically and
0: well it's funny you're talking about that idiot program director who didn't get program he was such a dick
1: and he got fired like three days he lasted he came up from st louis to help program the loop and he let we just said to larry Wirt, fire him and he died he just like flash paper he's gone
0: okay broadcast history is littered with stories like that yeah let's bring in someone from out of town to take care of these outsized radio personalities how
1: stupid you know (laughs) it is it was so I've always loved radio, but, you know, getting back to this freight elevator, here I am now. I've been out of radio for a while. I've been off podcasting. I left the Steve Dahl Network just because I got so busy with this project and my book and and whatnot. But a friend of mine is a great photographer, and his wife is a great photographer. They've got this building in Grand Rapids a hundred year old building it's right across from founders brewery and i i went in there because they were doing a video project for me and it's so spacious and it's so old and they had this giant freight elevator and i looked at it and i said bob we should do something in this freight elevator because i'm a big fan of like jam in the van yeah you know and when it was in a van You know, and, uh, you know, bands would cram in that van and then they would play. And I go, I always loved that. And then I watch bands coming into the tiny desk. Uh,
0: Believe me, I totally get it. I'm a guy who's had bands performing in his car. Yeah,
1: I get it. Of course you do. I love it. Yeah, look at you. You're in your car six years with bands. So anyways, I said, let's start, let's get some performers to come into this freight elevator and we'll shoot them, still photography, high-def video. I've got a great sound engineer. It's like working with Tesla. And so we're now, we're only a year old, and we're starting to get all kinds of musicians to come in and perform.
0: And yeah, I'm this, a, is, this is Elevator A go A go yes. People want to check this out as we're talking about this. Yeah, elevator Agogo. go
1: It's a go-go. real new, and um, it's only a year old it's elevator a com, and we're always looking for any kind of music because i love that i i i've got such a diverse palette for music so it it can be any genre
0: so I, I watched for. some of these performances first of all to, to your point about video this is really well done stuff i mean this yeah. is this is totally pro. What we're doing right now is so small time compared to what happens on Elevator at Go Go. Uh, the Bobby Haggard performance was the first one I saw, which is like this acapella blues performance in an old elevator shaft. Yeah. That was, that was incredibly striking. What a way to lead.
1: Well, you know, and we shot that just before America shut down with COVID. And Bobby is a treasure here in Grand Rapids. And I said, Bobby, come on in. He was recovering from a stroke. And he just wanted to sing this a cappella song. And it is a beautiful old slave song. And he just did it a cappella. And that kicked off. He christened the elevator. And since we've had a guy up from Texas, the last knife fighter, we've got people coming in now. And I really love the diversity, and the bands need the exposure because, you know, where do they go to perform these days? Um, you can only play, I mean, a band will play maybe, what, Jam in the Van twice or Tiny Desk. They're always looking for a social platform to play on, and we've given them a new one.
0: Oh, I love it. And it's, it's unique. You've got your... Mm-hmm. You've got your 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 pitch. You've yeah. got your 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 special sauce. Uh, show me the money. That Nathan Walton song was yeah. also
1: great. He's he a just, good kid, man. He's a he's a really good kid who's bringing. And then these artists, they go, "Hey, I know somebody. I'm gonna call them. They're up from Florida, you know." And I I love that, and I love the name too because I was trying to what do I call this? And we've got an elevator, and I said to Bob Newman the photographer, I said, you know, I'm a big fan of anything with go go in it. You know, and so I said, let's name it Elevator or Go Go. And we did, and it caught. And now we're getting, you know, some folks from uh we're working with folks in New Orleans and Austin and uh Nashville. The music cities. Yeah, and they're you know, like Nashville, there is some stuff happening in Nashville that nobody hears.
0: Oh sure. You there's know, there's so much music
1: going on there. There's so much and there's so much still going on in New Orleans. We we decided what we did James. We're searching America. It's we want to wake the world up because if if you grew up I was, you know, here there was Elvis and then came the Beatles and then came, you know, like Dylan and Hendrix and Joplin and the Stones and then you know came in um like the sex pistols and then came in you know more rock but then nirvana comes in and you know then we get people like amy winehouse and lady gaga these these they shift the matrix if they if you will and that's i'm looking for the next you know who's what act out there is so different they're going to take over the world.
0: Well, I think we're like-minded in a lot of respects, but especially when it comes to music, I, I have always appreciated a diversity of sounds. I, yeah. I I think if you look at anyone's Spotify playlist or phone playlist, it's not one static sound. I mean, you, you, you like your Americana, you like your yeah. blues, you like your rock, you like your, your punk rock. I mean, you, you embrace everything that's out there, which I think is important. If you're curating this stuff and booking bands to, to play in an elevator, or booking artists, Playing play in an elevator you have to have that kind of open mm-hmm. mind and, and broad palette
1: yeah i you know, because that's what we used to do when i first got into radio and a friend of mine we we both worked overnights and we met at his house and we would drink beer and smoke pot and then he would say he would pull out these albums because they're all british imports mm-hmm. or he'd pull out this album and I'll never forget the day he pulled out Grandmaster Flash. And that just changed me so much. I mean, it was just to this day, that record or, you know, he would pull out, he'd go, he, he'd he hold up this album and he'd go, would you do her? And I look at the album, Jack, and I go, oh, yeah, I would. It's a guy, it's Boy George. And we were playing the British import of Boy George, yeah. you know. And it was just really fun to just grab these albums, listen to them, like uh, Fun Boy 3, Pass the Ducci, you know. Or yes, you would, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you would just hear this stuff, and it was just bombardment of different stuff. You know, Motorhead. I remember the first time I ever heard Motorhead, and it was like the loudest band I've ever heard, and I said,
0: "Wow, I, I, nobody can top this." To date, the two loudest concerts I've ever seen: <laughs> the Ramones at the Riviera uh-huh. and Motorhead at the House yeah. of Blues. Those are those are those shows where you yep. feel the bass. Oh like my you god! Feel that it's like wind. Well, that's like, lemmy. Course, yeah. You know, oh of god.
1: course, you're going to feel the bass. And a friend of mine, Stig, we're doing, you know, we're back in radio and we signed up for the Motorhead Appreciation Fan Club. He is club member number one. I'm two because we're, again, we're listening to this stuff um, over, um, we're listening to this stuff over through British Imports. And I'll just never forget that. And I miss that. I want to know who is out there, you know, and. What are you listening to now, James, for example, and anybody that's watching us, if you know of an unsigned band or a solo artist that just needs some attention and needs a record deal, please just go to Elevator Agogo. It's a simple little sign up so that we can watch them. Everybody's got to go through Elevator Agogo. There's no cost. There's no obligation, but it helps us. It, It organizes our
0: search. That's the best. This is the curation. We're talking about finding those bands and sharing them.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely share them. Like James in Chicago, we're looking, and again, we're going to get to all the states. We're only we 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 decided let's go in the Midwest: Chicago, Mm -hmm. Nashville, New Orleans. We're going to hit you know all the other states, but in Chicago, who is it in Chicago that you'd go? You got to watch.
0: I I can name you two hundred bands, but I'm not going to do it right. On this, pro- on this, or maybe that's not fair, right? Maybe, I, I don't. You, I'm always careful, like publicly, yeah, yeah. because I do a local music show. I never yeah, like yeah, yeah. showing too much bias. I mean, I, some right, bias right, is right. inevitable, but I, I'm I'm careful out of respect to the artists to not like prop a bunch up and push a bunch down. I can share sure. a bunch of names with you happily after what I'm talking.
1: And I would love people to do that, share names, and please go to Elevator or GoGo because I'm I'm we're watching. And this is not American Idol. This is not the voice. I'm looking for bands or groups or and I don't care if it's what if it's rap or whatever. Just turn me on.
0: That's just it. I mean, this isn't a, a scam or, or no any, any number of things you see on the internet. This is just you saying, Hey, help me find some cool stuff to, to film yeah. and, and do something awesome with.
1: Yeah. Like we're going to do a band. This person is a percussionist. Okay. Now there's a challenge, but he's an unbelievable percussionist and I want him to do a cover of a tangerine dream (laughs) track on the train. If you saw, remember the, uh, Yeah. yeah, that song is great on its own, but, I think it is worth re recording and doing a different version of that.
0: That would be cool. And I would yeah. urge, uh, I, I have a lot of musicians who, who watch this or listen to this. I would urge you check out Elevator Agogo. Go Go. I, I mentioned the video quality. This is top notch stuff happening there. Thank and what's, you. It, what's really cool, Kevin, is this is a portable concept. I mean, as you're talking about other cities like mm-hmm. New Orleans and Nashville, you could scout out other elevators in yeah. other cities to <laughs> no, do these things.
1: And we are, think we're doing that, you know? Yes. Uh, And we can actually take an elevator shaft with us. So we can literally, because we've already been invited to come, you know, to New Orleans or, or come over to Austin is just, I've always been a fan of Austin because I was a big fan of, you know, I mean, look at what Willie Nelson and Everybody did, Willie and Waylon, they left Nashville and went to Austin. And Austin, I just learned to love so much uh, in Austin and still do to this day. I, I, we just did a big uh, Texas, Valentine, Texas. We did a Valentine uh, tribute show from the elevator on Valentine's Day in Valentine, Texas. And it was, it was really
0: great. Yeah, I love Austin, and it's becoming from all. I haven't been there for a few years, but it's becoming pretty, pretty active, pretty busy. A lot of yeah, people are leaving time. the leaving the West Coast and heading to yeah. Austin. I, I think Rogan dropped anchor there.
1: Yeah, they uh, they you know one for taxes. Uh, yeah. You know, they at least Texas, and I see that same thing happening. I see Detroit being in Michigan. I know of musicians that are really coming from different parts of America to, to do music here in Michigan, Detroit. It's, it's really fun to watch that grow. And, um, you know, I, I, I just love to see where music, where it's growing, you know, the Americana movement, I've always been a huge fan of Americana. Right. And to me, Americana music, Wendy, did, when did it start for you, James? Like if you could put a, an Americana artist that you first recognized and, and maybe well, for, enjoyed. For
0: me, I mean, I, I think I probably heard lots of artists that qualified as Americana for a while. But I think the first time I was really aware of it was in the 90s. And I think it was because of Bloodshot Records in Chicago. Okay. Their stable of insurgent Country artist, the first old 97s album. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Alejandro yeah. Escovedo. I like yeah, yeah. all that stuff. They, they did such a good job of, again, curating that sound. Uh, but yeah, I'm a fan. I, I I love that stuff too.
1: You know, and I it, to me, it really came, believe it or not, Ricky Nelson. When Ricky just in his Canyon band and even the sound of Laurel Canyon in uh, California generated so much. But then I remember even over at The Loop, Steve Dahl got turned on to Steve Earle. Yes. And, you know, and then I always was a fan of Willie or Guy Clark or, you know, anything coming out of, uh, you know, yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughn, Jimmy Vaughn, the Thunderbirds, uh, Junior Brown was Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar teacher. And so I, I'm just constantly looking at stuff. Like I love, like for years, Lucinda Williams. Yep. You know, I'm, I, what I love about women that I really appreciate musically, I think they would kick my ass. Like for some reason, if I ever met Lucinda, I think she would haul off and hit me. I don't know why, you know, I, people, women I admire, I think are going to hit me. There's some deep-rooted stuff going on with you. Big time. But Lucinda, who else was? Oh, or or just like, even like Jimmy Vaughn. Mm-hmm. When I, Jimmy Vaughn and the Fabulous Thunderbirds, when I met Jimmy Vaughn, if you take a look at one of the album jackets, Jimmy's got, his foot is broken. He's wearing a foot cast. His hair looks awesome. And I was going to meet him and he broke his foot because he kicked somebody in the face, <laughs> and I'm thinking he's going to beat me up. So anybody I like, like Jimmy or Lucinda, I think is going to beat me up. So yeah, you're probably right. I have I should really go see somebody.
0: But I mean, to your point, as you're naming off all these names, like Steve Earle especially, mm-hmm. I liked the music before I knew what it was. I knew what yeah. the, what the genre was. Yeah. Americana as an overarching title was something i wasn't really familiar with until the 1990s but yeah i mean right i I remember hearing that steve earl stuff on xrt back in the day yeah
1: yeah yeah and that's true and i mean xrt broke so much and 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 um you know you the mavericks i love the mavericks because i loved willie nelson he and waylon would go over into mexico and then if you start to listen to even johnny cash and um they would bring in horns Mm-hmm. And that's how come I love the Mavericks because you just want to get drunk and hear horns and accordions and just get drunk and wake up in a desert and you've just been bitten by rattlesnakes.
0: And <laughs> you know, here's the weirdest thing as you're talking about Willie, Willie and Waylon and that's. Yeah. My son, who's a freshman in college, yeah, okay. He really actively likes two kinds of music. Okay. Really dark, extreme, scary fucking metal music, like the stuff okay. from Sweden where they burned right. down churches, that kind of stuff. Okay. And, then, and then like outlaw country. Like <laughs> yeah. really He likes all that Willie and Whalen stuff and Good. all like the Sun Records, you know, Johnny yeah, Cash. Yeah, yeah. Like the most bizarre polarity in his music taste. But it's I look great. at it I, I look at it and think, oh, there's hope. Like it just yeah, is it, it's I, a diverse range for someone his age.
1: You know, I agree. When your siblings have musical taste, you feel like a a, a proud parent. You know, um, yeah, that's that's good. That's that's really good. Now you got me thinking of uh, you know what else is on his playlist. You know, <laughs> that that's excellent. That's great. But again, if anybody's watching this and you've come across. Or if you're watching this in, in I don't care, I'll take anybody, please go to Elevator or Go-Go and fill out the artist and you know give us some ways of tracking these people, and we will. But we're looking now first in Chicago or Illinois, Tennessee, Louisiana, Chicago, New Orleans, and uh, Tennessee. But if you're watching us and you're down in, Lakeland Florida and you know somebody let us know we'll we'll
0: we'll take it okay so how does this work if I if I'm a local band watching which I'm if I am and I want to be part of this and I I submit my information and you think oh this is great I want to do something does that mean I as the artist am driving to Grand Rapids to do this what we're
1: going to do is we're going to pick people from Chicago let's say or Illinois Mm -hmm. because there might be somebody down in Springfield We'll take somebody from Illinois, somebody from Tennessee, somebody from New Orleans. We will pay their way to come into Grand Rapids. We will shoot them in the elevator. And then we've got, we search other states. And then I got a big announcement because we've gotten some really great partners. So we're just taking these little baby steps right now. We're going to choose. People get them in the elevator, shoot them, and then we've got an even bigger announcement. This is going to be very helpful to bands that need exposure, world exposure.
0: I love it. All right. That's, again, I will say a trip to Grand Rapids, it's a delightful road trip, three hours. It is. You know
1: what? Yeah, it, it really is. And there's a lot happening here. You know, actually Grand Rapids, I've always said this. Reminds me of an up-and-coming Austin. Sure, I mean it's a we, cool town. Yeah, I, I went we,
0: there to see you a few years. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, 10 we, years we, ago at this
1: we've point. got great—you know—we've got great musical venues. We've got great art. We've got—you uh, know—we're the beer capital of the world. I mean, everybody brews beer here, and um, you know, it's just blue-collar, really hard-working folks, and it is a sweet, sweet town.
0: I love it. Okay, so again, Elevator, a go-go, local musicians, local artists. Yes. Check out the videos. I mean, really, if you need any convincing, check out the videos and see the work they're doing. It's pretty badass.
1: Yeah, and I'm really glad. Like I said, you know, when you walk away, like Nathan is the last person. We're doing this woman. She reminds me of Amy Winehouse colliding with Tammy Wynette. And she is so cool and different. But she'll walk away when we're done with photography and video that's worth about $18,000 without a doubt without a she doubt that you can use you know and we, this is free um, so i just want to help especially i can't i i really we were talking last week james i'm really worried about live music and entertainment right now i i mean i know so many people that are stagehands or mm-hmm. lights and technicians it, and bands themselves are, are just, they're, they're going away. They're, they're unplugging for good. That's not good.
0: Agreed. Okay. So elevator at gogo.com. Uh before I let you go, can I just talk to you about some general stuff? Sure. I mean, cause I, I've got Kevin Matthews on the call. I mean, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk to you about broadcasting and you. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess my first question is let's talk about your health. How are you doing? Because your your struggles with MS are pretty well documented. Yeah, um,
1: you know, actually, you know, I I have learned to live with that, and I got great doctors, and also the technology and the medicines have really come a long ways since I was diagnosed in uh, 2008. And I get an IV twice a year, but you know what, James, I go and I get an IV, and I'm usually sitting right across from a woman that's got breast cancer and she's getting, you know, treated. And so I'm really, really lucky. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm i have really got a ton to be thankful for. So I'm, I'm good. Thank you.
0: And the book still get in front of people and.
1: Yeah, the book is Broken Mary. It's about this statue that I found laying next to a dumpster. That is a, a statue of the Virgin Mary and how that statue And the book has literally touched hundreds of thousands of people all around the world. They're making a documentary on, on uh, the book and, and that's in the works right now. So it's, it's good.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Do you miss podcasting?
1: You know, I want to go back because I've been doing a lot with uh, Jim Shorts and for the last three years, Dan Vick is an animator in Chicago, and I've been working with my old boss, Larry Wirt, and we do animation where Jim picks the Chicago Bears every week who they're playing. And that's gotten really good recognition. And so we're doing more animation, but I want Jim to come into the world of podcasting because he bought a casino on Beaver Island. It's a, a gambling casino and he wants to do um, Satu- Saturday Night Beaver sure. with Jim Short. So he's that's going to be debuting soon.
0: I mean, don't we all want Saturday Night Beaver?
1: Yeah, because it's from Beaver Island really? and the Beaver Casino.
0: How, how's Jimmy feeling about the Sox this year?
1: Unbelievable. Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, the, the socks are unreal. It the the bears. I just I, I I don't know. I don't know what happened. They somebody lost a big big bet because
0: <laughs> it's not going to be good this year. Jumping jumping back to music for a second, uh, one hobby. I fell back into over the past couple of years is buying records i, I gave yeah. away all my records a long time ago i donated right. them to charity <laughs>
1: yeah
0: you want them back now 100 i <laughs> mean back in the day i i, I started you know amassing yeah. cds i had walls of cds right. like this is the future right yeah. here no one's pressing records got rid of them all uh, i certainly threw myself back into the hobby right. hard especially hard over the pandemic yeah. um I, do, are you do you still collect vinyl do you collect vinyl
1: uh no, but my son does, and I certainly know people that do, and we've got one of the best vinyl shops in. I, people from all over the Midwest come to the Corner uh, Record Store in Granville. It is unbelievable. You you'll you might as well stay over a couple of days because it'll take three days to go through everything.
0: Those are the best. I love vinyl.
1: I love vinyl, and everybody. I mean, for, for the gosh, I mean everybody has and still does now release on vinyl. Yeah, you know, I mean, oh, even sure. yeah, it's just it's great.
0: I mean, most of the bands I talk to will say that their release strategy is digital strategy and vinyl. And yep. That if CDs, some will some will still do cassettes, which I think is cute, but yeah. really it's it's vinyl and digital.
1: And I'm catching wind that cassettes are making a big comeback.
0: They are because they're affordable.
1: Yeah. It's an affordable way
0: to create something collectible and tangible for people.
1: You know what we ended up doing is we're always looking, my uh, photographer and partner, Bob Newman, he shot Nathan, the last video we shot, and he used actual, an old Polaroid. And Nathan had, he's so young, he's like, what is this? (laughs) And he loved it so much. His album jacket, which is on vinyl. Is of this Polaroid, so yeah, this whole technology is everything is coming back. But I,
0: I love vinyl. I well, absolutely love vinyl. Well, as a music fan, I mean, I, I'm sure you can relate to this. I, when I listen to a playlist in my car, if I'm just you know Bluetoothing it, right, I get, I get ADD when I listen. I'm just kind of like, right, I listen like the first minute and I'm, I'm arrowing right. through stuff. But when you put on a record, you're, you're locked into it for 20 minutes aside. Mm-hmm. The good songs and the bad songs. You're you're in that artistic vision for that time. And James, I
1: think bands can also take because of the size, they can actually write some thoughts and liner notes that are easy to read. And it's just while you're listening, you're reading. And I just love that format. You know, that's that's just love it. Especially double albums now, too. It's just great. Box sets.
0: I just got the new Rob Zombie album and it includes yeah. a book which is record sized yeah. and it's like a coffee table book. Isn't that it, it cool? It's ridiculous. It's really great and I love bands
1: that are bringing, you know, like yellow vinyl or blue vinyl or splatter. Yeah, it's just it's to me it's what it should be and and it does sound better. I I could it take an album and put it up against a CD or an MP3 no,
0: no. one of the things I think that is probably hard for Kevin Matthews is to do something new, like elevator a go-go, when all the people who know you from the 90s and odds yeah. want you to be that radio guy. They, they, kind yeah. of, they, have, they have an idea in their head of who Kevin Matthews is, and he has to be a, a radio broadcaster.
1: Yeah, and you know, we had so much fun. I don't you know i I don't know if I could do radio these days you know it's just too i i i would rather do this you know i i just this format
0: you've tasted entrepreneurship
1: yeah and i and i like it you know i'd like to buy a ra- no I, you know i wouldn't want to buy a radio station because just the electric bill every year is like a million dollars
0: you have to and own then, an antenna or at least an antenna yeah all it's kinds insane of stuff. yeah I literally built
1: a live streaming 24 seven platform for $1,200. You can listen to it in Paris Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's just, again, the just embrace technology and it's, it's a wonderful thing.
0: I love it. All right. So in summary. Kevin Matthews elevator a go-go is, is what you're doing. It looks great. Thank you. It sounds great. And I, as a music fan myself, as a fan of independent music and supporting music, I, I wholeheartedly love this effort. It,
1: it's awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate it because I'll, I'll, I would love to be able to really count on you and your people and show and uh, the folks that your fans and people watching now again, if you know of somebody that's really worked so hard and they deserve attention, please go to Elevator Gogo and fill it out a little. It's just this, we've got to do it this way because I can't go on, you know, Facebook and somebody's got, Hey, you should go to YouTube and check out their, no, no. I just go to Elevator Gogo and nominate them and we'll look at them. And, and James, we'll stay in touch. And, see who we get from chicago or illinois
0: love it and i'd be happy to road trip and watch you watch you oh yeah i would love to have you
1: you could always come on over and you know drive your car into the elevator and eat you really seriously can and and congratulations too on seven years you know that's that's impressive it really is. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't know if it's tenacity or stubbornness or no, you know what? It's a love,
1: you know, it's like you do it because the content, it's all about content and it's content that you love, you know, and kudos it's because look at your son's diversity, yeah. you know, he got that from somebody. I wonder who, <laughs>
0: I, you know, it's funny. I, I kept waiting for him to rebel musically because as kids, don't we all kind of rebel against our parents with music? <laughs> no,
1: and, you know, I, mean, you know, I, there was I, nothing I, he
0: could do. There was nothing musically no. he could do to rebel against me. It's like, oh, you're playing Behemoth. Oh, that's cute. No, no, that doesn't I, faze me.
1: I had Trevor, my son, in a, in, in a car seat and we put car seats next to us. So he's strapped into a little car seat. And we're listening to Dynamo Hum by Frank Zappa, and he was laughing. And to this day, it's rooted, you know, Zappa. Or when Debbie, my wife, was pregnant with Trev, she would listen to Prince, and we were listening to Prince in the birthing room. And to this day, I, I, Trevor loves Prince.
0: <laughs> to this day, Erotic City yeah. Is, is. Yeah, there you go. A nice yeah. reminder of the miracle of life.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. It is. So, James, congratulations. And to everybody, thank you. And please go to Elevator or Go if you know of a musician that we should look at.
0: Awesome. All right, Kev, stay right there. We're going to end the broadcast or the live stream. So thank you, everybody, for watching and for listening. Thank you. That's Kevin freaking Matthews right there.